All right, here we are. It's the 26th of February, 2020. 25th of February, CDC put an announcement. They basically said the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, it's not a matter of if it's going to get here. It's a matter of when it's going to get here and when it's going to spread. So just want to let everybody know that's what's going on. And I had a friend of mine from We Live on a Planet, Patrick. Patrick came on. We talked about it a little bit. We talked about some of the things to watch out for. We talked about things to worry about, you know, especially as transportation workers, um, you know, things like that, things to prepare. Uh, basically, you know, we're talking in generalities here. We're going off what we got from the CDC side because neither one of us is a medical professional. So what we basically suggest is that, you know, you go to the CDC website, I'll put the link in the show notes, and you go explore, you know, their site. You get their information from them. You know, they're going to give you what you need to know. So that's that's all I'm saying. So with that being said, uh, let's get on with the show. And it's not the usual lighthearted stuff I get into, but I think it's something we need to be aware of. Because as transportation drivers, we are all over the trunk. And, you know, we're all over the world. We're all over the you know, all over. And, you know, for 80% of the people, it'll be just a really, really bad flu. But for 20% of the people, it could be a lot worse. So, and the CDC is still researching, you know, how this thing spreads and things like that. They really just don't know yet. So, that being said, you know, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. here. We go. Hey, today we're here on the uh, Trucking the Kingfish show with uh, Patrick from We Live on a Planet. Today we want to talk about the um, the novel coronavirus. Uh, the CDC just announced yesterday that it's not a matter of if the virus is going to come to America and spread. It's a matter of when. Now, currently, the virus is in China and 31 other countries, and it's in the United States. And we currently have 14 cases of it here in the United States, and ranging from California all the way up to Wisconsin. We have one case up in Wisconsin. So we want to talk about that a little bit. Now, keep in mind, we are not medical professionals. All we can do is go by what we read off the CDC and go from there. But as truck drivers, as people in the transportation industry, uh, you're on a, you know, maybe you're on a boat, plane, whatever. You're traveling around the country. You're, you're seeing all different kinds of people. You can literally, as a truck driver, within a week's period of time, you can be in almost every state of this country. And so we need to be aware of what's going on. Now, this virus, 
it takes two to 14 days after exposure before you, you know, before the symptoms hit you. And the symptoms are going to be coughing, uh, fever, shortness of breath. It's going to be basically like the flu. So if you get sick, you need to to minimize your contact with the general public. You need to get away from people. As transportation workers, it's gonna it's important to us to, to be aware of these things because we need to you know we need to bring supplies. We need to we keep the country rolling, but yet we can't you know we can't uh, spread this stuff. So it's something we got to be aware of. And you know it's just. I don't know. It's just this thing is really scary. If you're going to be on a plane, you're going to be on a boat, whatever you're going to be, um, just be just be aware of it. So I don't know what else. You know, it's it's just insane. It is. It is. And uh, you know, King Chris, I think that one of the things that maybe people don't realize too, as of February 23rd, there's about 70, almost 77,000 reported cases in mainland China alone. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that number just keeps rising. So like you said, this is something that people need to be aware of that. It's not just something that's there. It's gonna, it's already here in America, like you said, and uh, not to scare everybody and start running and going, Oh my gosh, it's here. But to be aware of it, like you said, since that's the lifeblood of what you're saying, you know, I mean, got to keep America moving and uh, I'm, I'm going to be traveling. So I'm, I'm really debating. I'm wearing a mask. It might be a good idea if you do. You want, apparently, I looked this up. You want to wear the N95 mask. N95s are those. You can get those probably what Home Depot and stuff like that. I don't know about Home Depot, but Amazon still sells them now. Amazon put out a release saying that they're going to warn their uh, their third party vendors about price gouging and things like that. Now they've had 2,462 deaths associated with this thing. No deaths in the United States yet. But the thing is with the mask, the CDC has said that there's not enough masks to go around worldwide and that the mask need to be uh, saved for people who actually have the thing so they don't give it to others. Not so much that people like us don't get it. But if I'm going to be on a plane or if I'm going to be on a ship or something, I think it might be something I might want to take with me because, you know, what's it going to hurt, you know? I know. That's why I'm thinking about I'm I'm traveling in March 6th to North Carolina, so I'm not going to be on a plane very long. I'm in upstate New York, so it's not like I'm going to be there. But it, like you said, it doesn't take any time. We're not really sure exactly how it's spread besides the respiratory way because there could be, well, you said what happened in Japan with that ship when they quarantined it, and it's not really known. So the laboratory is the testing right now they're working overtime and they're testing the SARS virus to assist in the diagnosis of the coronavirus. And so they're using those in conjunction to just find out exactly how it's transmitted besides just the respiratory ways or any other way. And, and will it mutate? You never know. Well, that's just it. You know, um, like you said, they, they know for sure that it, that, you know, you can get it through droplets or you can get it through breathing and they think you can get it off you know, off land. So they recommend, wa you know, washing your hands, using an alcohol, um, you know, like a, like a Perel type stuff. I think it was like, they had a percentage of alcohol. It was like, I think it was like 60% or something. I have to look that up. Oh, where was it? That's in here somewhere. But, you know, it's, you, you know, you can't wash your hands. That, that OCD guy that you, that you made fun of, you know, he, he's the, you do what he does. Yeah, you can't wash them enough. 
Yeah, just go in there and keep washing your hands. If if you're sick, don't go to work. Right. You know, stay home because you know I'll tell you what. If you're if you're one of my dispatchers and you're sick, I don't I don't want to see you. Right. You know I don't yeah. want to see you. I don't want to see you at work. I don't want to catch this. You know. Well, like you said, it can take you know two to fourteen days to even to show itself after exposure. So you just don't even know that what that cough could be. Well, that's just it. If for two weeks you could be walking around spreading this stuff and not even know it, you're not even sick, and then you get hit, and then you know. But eighty percent of the people they say will be mild. It'll be like the flu. It's the twenty percent that are going to get hit, and of course, it's going to be the young people, and it's going to be the, um, the you know the older people. folks. Yeah. Unfortunately, Patrick, we are starting to fall into that older folks category. <laughs> we are. We, you know, I mean, you know every day we're getting more and more into that category. So it's not something we can really overlook, you know, it's something to think about. And when you look at truck drivers, most of the nation's truck drivers are older people. Oh, you know, yeah. this, this is not a young man's job. Young men do not get into uh, driving truck. They don't, they want to play on their computers. They don't want to, you know, this is not the kind of work they want to do that, you know, so most of the drivers, you know, they're going to be in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. I'd say the average age is probably around 50. I wouldn't be surprised. Really? And that's a tough job, too. I think that a lot of people, I mean, not to have this branch off into how important trucking is, but, I, you know, they order their thing on Amazon since you brought up Amazon earlier. And in some cases, some, depending on where you live, you're getting it the next day. And if it doesn't come the next day, you're like, where's my package? What's going on? How come this isn't here? And you're like, you realize this was just in three states over yesterday, and now it's already to your house this morning. How did it get the Amazon ferry didn't bring it? <laughs> well, see, that's 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 also the problem, though, with this disease is because when something like this happens, it literally can spread that fast because of the way things move. The way they travel, yeah. And it's already is, you know, speaking of the supply lines and everything like that, since things do come a lot of times from that slow boat from China, and then you guys are the ones that are bringing it to everybody, the supplies in, in those countries, if you're having the outbreak of the virus, now things are going to start happening like you were talking earlier about the price gouging. And so I think that you're going to see electronics and other things as well rise due to this. And we already see what's happening to the stock market alone with it because of this is just, it's it's not just, uh, getting sick, it affects everything. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And you know, um, if things were to really get bad, like the nineteen eight was in nineteen eighteen, you know, the influenza flu, the the one that wiped out the, the Spanish influenza, yeah, yeah, that wiped out you know quite a few people. Like True. it was like a huge portion of the world. If we were to hit something like that, you know, you're going to see, uh, you know, things are just going to collapse left and right because the problem is today. It'll even be worse today because the people back, we have more faster transportation, more varied transportation. Plus, back in those days, people weren't reliant on the grocery stores as much as they are today. Most people don't understand that the apples and the tomatoes don't come from the grocery store. They come from a farm. You know, back in the day, people knew that. Right. You know? right. Yeah, so, I, it's crazy where a lot of people don't realize where things come from and... uh it's I, I I've actually done a show about that before where people didn't realize what certain foods where they came from and they were asking students like fifth graders and it was scary it was scary kingfish 
oh, it's just insane, you know, and, and just the fact that that you know if if the you know if people are afraid to come into work, people are afraid to get sick, you know, because if you get sick, that's it, you're gonna have to shut down because you can't drive, you you can't spread this stuff. Yeah, and like you said, the symptoms are similar to the influenza. You know, your fever, cough, shortness of breath. So you might think, ah, it's just this is nothing, or it's just a common cold that I have, and and you, you just never know. It's a good idea to at least go get checked out if if you're you know that incubation period. You just don't know, and you don't want to be the one that's going to be the carrier. Well, that you know that being said, though, if you do go, if you do think you have. You know these symptoms, and you think you may possibly have the the corona the the coronavirus. What you need to do is you need to call your medical facility, let them know that you think you have this thing, so that they can prepare for you when you get there. Yeah, yeah. So that way they can make arrangements because usually, if there is some kind of uh, pandemic, they might have a different area that you're going to come into the hospital or your provider. Yeah, because they're going to, you know, if think about it, if you're, you know, Pat, let's say for, if God forbid you get this thing, you know, you, they're not going to want you going through the emergency room because those people in the emergency room are all vulnerable. Right. right. You know, they're already there for something else. They're already sick. So you're right. They're going to want to take you in some other door. They're going to want you to come in some other area and check you out. There's no way they're going to want you because it's going to be the elderly and it's going to be the real young that are most vulnerable, like we said. And those are going to be the people that are going to be in the waiting room. Yeah, that's true. I'm curious to see about those um, U.S. passengers that departed from that uh, the Diamond Princess cruise ship in, in Yokohama, Japan. I'm, I'm curious to see of what's going to happen with them. Well, apparently, you know, it's spreading all over Japan now because of that. Yeah, it was. That was a really uh, that quarantine seemed like that went pear-shaped pretty quick. I think that um, it's almost like it, we'll take care of it, we don't need any outside help, and that's what happened, and it kind of, it, it turned pear-shaped. Well, you know, this is, it, it, when you look at this, this is like, you know, it's like, we've, you know, it seems so familiar, this type of, this type of incident, but that's because We've had horror movies that that, yes. that were based on this, mm -hmm. you know, whether it was The Stand by Stephen King, or or you know something else. The, the Stand is what really comes to mind for me. But you know, with the super flu that you know that Stephen King had in The Stand, but or um, you know there was a uh, you know there's been quite a few movies where well, any zombie movie usually it's some kind of contagion that gives an outbreak and so it's some kind of disease and so humans fear what we know anyways and one of the things that we fear since the beginning of time is a disease or getting sick and so those type of movies play on a primal fear that we have anyways which is real you know it's like we had that movie outbreak and other things because we fear those because we know like you said of the spanish influenza what it can do or the black plague of what it can do. Oh, that's uh, even, that's, that's another one. I mean, if you think about it, the Black Plague, if that could spread as much as it did with the, with the rats and the fleas, the rats, yeah. as well as it did back in the day when there wasn't that many people on the planet, what's it going to do today? Because there's, right. there's a lot more of us today, and we travel a lot more. You know, like I said, I travel 6,000 miles a week. Wow. You know, back in the day, you know, you, if you left your town, it was pretty amazing. Correct. You know, <laughs> so... So what's it going to be like today? You know, it's this is going to be, uh, you know, it, it could be a nothing burger, but it looks like this is going to be, this is coming down. 
Right. It's going to shut us down. And right now, the the biggest the the biggest weapon we have the army. This is literally a war, and the army that we have for this is the CDC. Right. You know, the CDC is sending their people all over the world to to you know with you know doing whatever it is they do to investigate this stuff. Now, keep in mind, you know, I was thinking about this, Pat. The you know when we, they talk about Ebola and Ebola is an evil thing and it's all messed up and it really you know it can wipe people out. But why is Ebola contained and it doesn't spread like that? Because it hits people right away and it tears into them right away. It kills them almost instantly. Right. But with this, you're in two weeks, you know, how many of your loved ones are you going to see? How many people are you going to see? How much traveling are you going to do? You know, you could literally, you know, give your family a hug and you just wiped out your, you know, you give them the flu. You know, right. like, you know, it, it's not, it's not a death sentence. You know, because 80% of the people, it's just going to be like a bad flu. Right. But but for, you know, for grandma or grandpa or, you know, it, maybe it is, or the young kids and things like that. So, you know, if well, you I, see some I've kids. Read, oh, excuse me. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I, I've read some reports that the CD, CDC, some of the scientists are feeling that um, that this could be here to stay. That's, uh, that just as we know SARS and it's SARS is still around, um, that the coronavirus will be something that will know common. It will be just as when the flu season comes about and everybody knows and they say, hey, go get your flu shot, that he said that, um, and I don't have the, the data, like, I, like you said, we're not experts, but he was suggesting that it will be here to stay, like that they won't be able to kill it and get rid of it. They'll just be able to know how to treat it, but it will be, hey, it's coronavirus season, so be aware. And that's a scary thought, too, to know that we're, it's not just the flu, but we can also have another type of season of where it's like, be very aware. Wow, that, that's awful scary. You know, it's like, it is. it's almost like, you know, when, when it's going to be like, you know, it's like when winter hits. You know, the first snow of the season is always the worst. And that's what that's what this is. This is like right. the first snow of the season. Yeah, everybody's putting their car in the ditch, the first snow, you know, and so they're they're not being careful, they're not being aware, and so all of a sudden something like that comes and happens. And I think that's really the main point of what you're trying to or what we're trying to just be aware of of this thing and don't just kind of laugh it off. Re realize that this is something that can really spread here in America just as quickly as it did in China and Japan and so yeah, yeah it's especially when stuff. you know just washing your hands uh using a an, you know alcoholic uh sanitizer uh when you when you do wash your hands using uh, Lysol wipes um you know these these things actually may save your family because if you're out and about you come home you know you might have this stuff for 2 weeks yeah and that's 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 the part that really scares me and, you know, and keep in mind, Pat, you know, the numbers we're getting from China, we're, you know, you know, like I said, we're not experts, we're not intelligence people, but, you know, China says here, it says here, the CDC says China has 76,936 reported cases in mainland China, and then 1,875 cases in locations outside of mainland China, and there was 2,462 associated deaths. Now, keep in mind, we're getting these numbers from China. Do we know that that's actually even true? Those right. numbers could be a hell of a lot more than that. You know, China, yeah. you know, they're not real, you know, real big on, you know, telling us the truth. They may not even know the numbers at that point. 
of right. what's really right. going on. Yeah. yeah, and I would I would tend to say that I think more on what you just said, the numbers are probably going to be really downplayed by them as to be more like what the CDC here, what we're used to, because they don't have a CDC. They don't have what we have here. You know what I mean? They don't have, or at least Japan doesn't, because I know when the ship was there, there's, we have a CDC. They don't. I did not know that. I just assumed yeah. they did. So, so I guess the CDC is, is taking the lead on this. But, you know, let's face it. We have some of the best medical people, researchers in the world. And they're constantly, you know, doing this type of... They're still studying polio, for God's sakes. I mean, these people are the best in the world. So if anybody's... These are our, our warriors on the ground. These are the people in the front lines. These are the ones that are going to go in there. They're going to put on the safety gear, no doubt. But these are the warriors that are going to go there, and they're going to fight for the world. And they, they don't give a shit. If the Chinese, Korea, you know, it's not a racial thing, black, white, whatever. They're fighting for uh, for humanity. And that's their job, to fight for humanity. And, you know, I really don't think the CDC gets enough credit for what they do. I agree. I, I They don't. You know, they did a, you know, when you think of all the things we've had, like you said, the SARS, the bird flu, you know, then the, when the AIDS epidemic came about, they were, they were instrumental in getting that information out and getting people aware of what was going on, you know, and making sure, because at one point, like with AIDS, everybody, they you know, back in the early 80s, oh, it's a gay disease. No, this, it was the CDC who came out and said, hey, no, everybody right. can get this stuff. And people were you know, doing things that were, you know, quite dangerous at the time. Well, they still do, but. Of course. I mean, we're humans. <laughs> it's amazing, too, speaking of, like, AIDS or HIV, how that used to be a death sentence. And when you heard it, you were like, oh, boy, that's too bad. Sorry to hear. And now, I mean, Magic Johnson's still doing fine. And so it's amazing what the CDC and in conjunction with other laboratories, what they can do. And so. With that one guy saying that, hey, we, we might be able to uh, to hamper it and everything, but I think it's here to stay. And it's like, oh, geez, I kind of, it's like if it is, well, then it will probably be something where they'll have a something for it to, to where it won't be that oh, sentence. Yeah, and this thing here is like, you know, you just got to be in the same room. Because here's what, you know, for spreading, the CDC states that, Though the virus is thought to spread mainly from person to person. So here's the thing. The virus is thought to spread mainly. So they right. don't entirely know. So they're nope. saying between people who are in close contact with, with one another within six feet, uh, via respiratory droplets, you know, like sneezing or coughing, like you said earlier. And then these droplets can land in the mouths of people who are nearby or possibly being inhaled in the lungs. That's kind of gross. I never really th like to think about that too much, but I guess <laughs> it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, spread from contacts with infected surfaces or objects. Now, here's what they say. It says, it may be possible that a person can get the coronavirus by touching a surface or object that has the virus on it and then touching their own mouth, nose, or possibly their eyes. But this is not thought to be the main way that it spreads. So the majority of it's going to be the breathing and, the, and that way. But you could sit down at a table. Right. You know, you could touch the table. You could get this stuff in your hands. So... You know, it, it's crazy. Now, it's just, when does when does the spread happen? People are thought to be most contagious when they are sim, uh, symptomatic, the sickest. So, if, you know, the really you know, this, that's the key, though. People are thought to be most contagious. They they don't know yet. 
right. you know, so when they're sick, uh, but they can still spread it. You know, you go home, you sleep with your wife, you hug your kids, you know, you could spread it. Right. Uh, uh, some spread might be possible between people who show symptoms. There have been reports of this uh, with this new coronavirus, but this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. Now it says, how, efficiency, how efficiently does the virus spread? Well, how easily a virus spreads from person to person can vary. Some viruses are highly contagious, like measles, while other viruses are less so. Another factor is whether the spread continues over multiple generations of people. If the spread is sustained, the virus that causes coronavirus seems to be spreading easily and sustainably in Hubei province and other parts of China. In the United States, spread from person to person has occurred only among a few close contacts and has not spread any further to date. You know, and, and then it says, is there still more to be learned? Well, the, the, they're, they're still studying the hell out of this thing. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is that the reason why that we're not getting the big, huge spread of the United States is because we're locking those people down and we're saying, hey, quarantine. Right, right. There's, there's still test results. As, like you're saying, of those people, as of February 23rd, there's about 479 persons from around 43 states and territories that have been or are being tested for the coronavirus. And right now, 3% have positive tests. 412, which is 86%, had a negative test. On that 3%, that was 14 people. And that 53%, which is 11, or 53, excuse me, which is 11%, the test results are still pending. So out of 53 of those, the results aren't even in. 412 have negative, 14 positive. That's insane. You know, and yeah, those so numbers are very small right now, but they could go so fast. Right. And, and those are numbers which we, like you said, we're hoping are correct. And usually if they're from our CDC, I'm going to pretty much believe that those numbers of the 479 is right. But that's just of the people that, of those that were kind of known about. There could be 400 that weren't even, that didn't even decide to get tested, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> keep in mind, um, you know, you think of typhoid, Mary, but it's fever, cough, shortness of breath, for shortness of breath, you know, and the prevention and treatment, uh, avoid close contact with people who are sick, avoid touching your eyes, nose or mouth. Well, that's nearly impossible. Right. Uh, stay home when you are sick. Well, you know, how many of us, you know, we ignore that. Cover your, uh, your, your, you know, if you cough or sneeze with a tissue, then throw the tissue in the trash. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects, you know, tabletops. You know, like if you're at work, people are in a break room, you know, clean those tabletops, sanitize them. Follow CDC's recommend. You know, the, now the, here's what they say about a mask. CDC does not recommend that people who are well wear a mask to protect themselves from respiratory disease. Face masks should be used by people who show symptoms oh, to prevent okay. the disease of others. The use of masks is also crucial for health workers and people who are taking care of someone in close settings or at home or in a healthcare facility. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after going to the bathroom, before eating, and after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. And soap and water are not readily available. Use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. Always wash hands with soap and water if hands are visibly dirty. Now, keep in mind, they're saying, um, you know, don't wear these masks if you're not sick. But the reason why they're saying that is because they don't have enough masks to go around if the shit hits the fan. 
Yeah, yeah, there a shortage on them. I did see something um, on the news about that. How there's a company that makes them that's ramped up production of them, and they're they're pumping them out as quick as they can. Yeah, you might, you know, you go to Amazon. You can probably go whatever, but do your research. There's going to be the uh, apparently you want to use these N95 masks. If you use a regular surgical mask, it's not enough. Hmm. So you're just wasting your time if you if you're wearing those. But like I said, me and Pat, we're not medical people, we're not intelligence experts. So we recommend that you do your own research. If you're gonna go buy a mask, go do your own research. And don't buy some fly by night company, buy something reputable. Right. You know, right. whatever so yeah, just educate yourself. That's a good idea to do with anything. Like you said, just kinda of, we're not experts, but it's a good idea to get to have the knowledge just to be informed, you know, put Put some ammo in your ammo belt. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, in your break room might be a good idea to put a hand, a couple bottles of hand sanitizer out. Might be a good idea to put, a, a, you know, put those in the bathrooms. Like like the Perel one, you could put those and you, know, you just put your hand with the motion sensing and the stuff will fall down. You don't have to touch anything. Uh, you go to use the restroom, maybe grab a paper towel, use the paper towel to open the doors. Right. You know, don't don't touch the actual door itself, or uh, you know, kick it open with your foot. That's uh, what I always do. Yeah, if you gotta if you gotta use the crapper and it's got a you know it's got a handle that you gotta you know you gotta touch you know kick it with your foot. Yeah, with you know, some force too. Like you yeah, mean it. <laughs> yeah, give it a nice kick with your foot. You like know, because you know your shoes are you know and you know and that's another thing. Watch out for your. You know, if you're in an area like a, like bathrooms or someplace like that where there's contamination, you know, uh, maybe give your, your shoes a good cleaning afterwards. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I know we're I know we're sounding a little you know we're going a little paranoid on this one, but the truth is is that you know it, it better to better to be that way than to to you know the alternative. Now, if you get sick, stay at home, except to get medical care. And then, of course, like we said, call you know, you know, call the hospital first. Avoid using public transportation, ride sharing, or taxis to get to the hospital because a taxi driver gets sick. He's how many people is he going to infect? Right. Uh, Uber drivers, we don't need any more of those. So I guess we could, you take an Uber, get rid of those guys. But it's you know, don't try to try to limit your exposure to people. You know, separate yourself from other people and animals in your home. Now, I don't know if this, um, you know, this spreads with animals, but the CDC says you should restrict contact with pets and other animals while you're sick with the coronavirus, just like you would around other people. There have not been reports of pets or other animals becoming sick. It is still recommended that people with corona limit contact with animals until further information is known about the virus. So really what it comes down to is they literally don't know what's going on. Right. And if your thing is you get sick and you know you, you cuddle your pet or whatever, snuggle your pet, you know, make yourself feel better when you're miserable. Um, you know, you pet my cat, I got a cat. Um, you, know, uh, you know, avoid petting your cat, avoid snuggling or kissing your cat or getting licked by your cat or sharing food. You know, don't feed your cat your food. You know, you don't, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, contaminate, you know, your animals. You never know because this thing could spread to animals. They don't know. They literally don't know. Right. I think that's what the best take of what you just said is, like you said, not to be fear mongers or anything, but until you do know, you might as well take the, all the precautions you can 
and arm yourself until you do know. And then once we know a little bit more, and it's like, okay, well, you know, it's almost like you're being a, a prepper just in case. You know, oh, actually, you know, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. You know, uh, yeah. you know, stock just up on your case. stuff, and just you know, in case. you know, that that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. You know, you know, because you know, you're gonna need. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to start stocking up on certain items. You know, yeah. Lysol wipes, things like that, because uh, it's you know. But like you said, this is the thing that the CDC, you know, in in all their wording, the thing that it sticks out to me the most is it may be this and maybe that we don't know. But from all our experience with flus and, if, you know, and things that we've learned from other things, this is what we know works. So we're going to apply it to this. But right. this is basic information that is not detailed, targeted on this thing. Right. So, but as soon as we know, you know, they'll know, we'll know. And unfortunately, we're probably not going to know for a little while. You kind of go with, I used to be in the uh, medical, I uh, worked at the uh, hospital back when I was a young guy. And what we were taught there was universal precautions. You just act like everybody you've been in contact with is infected with something. That's probably you know, the best you, way to... You just universal precautions. You just kind of assume that everybody you deal with is infected. And then you are really diligent about everything. Well, and here's, an, you, know, and, you know, be aware, but also, and the CDC is warned about this, Pat. They're saying, you know, the risk of getting the coronavirus disease in 2019 is currently low. You know, they, they emphasize this, but the U S is, is in part, you know, is quick to, to action from health authorities, you know, so that the hospitals are ramping up right now. The, 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 you know, the, you know, all those type of things are ramping up. However, some, you know, people are worried about the disease. Well, you know, Hey, yeah, we're all worried about it. We're all concerned. But and we're going to prepare, just like Pat said, prep, you know, don't go crazy, but just, you know, do a little bit here, do a little bit there, slowly build up. But the the thing is, is that we need to be careful about uh, freaking out too much. And that right. would be, you know, uh, Asian Americans, you know, targeting Asian Americans and assuming that they have this stuff. Because right. most of the Asian Americans that, you know, probably, you know, have never been to China. You know, right. they don't know anything about it. So, and it doesn't, the virus cannot target people from specific locations or racial backgrounds. Yeah, it doesn't care what color you are. Yeah, so don't, you know, don't assume that, it, you know, Asian people or 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 the target, you know, this, and then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when I say, like, the universal precautions, anybody that's in the medical field knows exactly what I mean. It's just you assume that everybody has a blood-borne disease or bloodborne pathogen so you wash your hands immediately after you deal with them that's what i mean by the universal precautions oh yeah but just uh, uh you know try not to you know don't assume because you know the the asian guy right next to you is you know may may not be the one that's going to get you it's it's the white guy that's right next to you that got you right because right. he didn't wash his hands right right just assume everybody you know and that's what uh you know that's what we need to be aware of so it, it, this is a you know i don't know it, it's it's something new but it's not something you know new it's just the way it's spreading is new 
because of the way that we as a people travel around the planet. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this, Pat. You know, we always talk about how, and you know, you're like a sci-fi guy. You know, we always think, oh, we're going to go to another planet someday. We'll, 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 you know, we'll see, you know, we'll get it on the universe. Hell, this planet that we've been on, our whole existence is kicking our ass. Yeah. What's a whole nother planet going to do to us that we've never been to? I've thought about that often, just the, the logistics of space travel, how long it would take to get to Mars, of what the anti-gravity would do to a body and stuff. So it's like, is it even feasible anyways? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, the the you know, it's just it's just craziness. Now, the, uh, the coronavirus, the warnings, you know, level three is the highest warning. China's got a health notice, South Korea. So, if, you know, don't go to South Korea, don't go to China. Uh, level two, uh, these destinations are experiencing sustained community transmission. Older adults and older adults and those with chronic medical conditions should consider postponing not essential travel. And that's Iran, Italy, and Japan. Well, I don't think many of us here are going to Iran. But if you are, you know, maybe you should think about it. And then the level one is CDC does not recommend canceling or postponing a trip to the following destinations. Travelers should, traveler should practice usual precautions. And that's Hong Kong. And then other destinations with a risk community spread are Singapore, Taiwan, Thailand, Thailand and Vietnam. So, you know, these are, um, you know, these are, these are the places where... Hot spots. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. So yep. hopefully this will be behind us and it'll be nothing. And then everybody will say, oh, Kingfish and Pad, you guys were just fear-mongering. <laughs> yeah. you know, chicken and, Littles, Chicken Littles. You know, but it's like, you know, hopefully we are wrong. But you know what? If if it does come down to where people start getting sick like crazy, uh, and like it said, you know, 80% of the people will just get like a flu-type symptoms. It'll be really annoying and obnoxious. But it won't kill you. But quite a few people will. It will, you know, it'll overload the healthcare system. So make sure you got water. Make sure you got canned goods. Make sure you got, uh, you know, whatever it is you need. Make sure you, if you uh, need your pills, let's say you're a diabetic or you have high blood pressure or something like that, maybe now's a good time to stock up. Right. Because, yep. you know, if everybody's, you know, are you going to want to stand in a big group of people over at the pharmacy? You know, probably not. No, you know, and not if so you do, yeah, and if you do go to the pharmacist pharmacy and you don't have whatever, my suggestion would be if this thing breaks out, do the uh, tr go to the drive-through. Yeah, you know, just wait in line at the drive-through. You'll be fine. You know, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to go inside, but you know, and I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it, but it's just something we need to be aware of. But as transportation workers, we need to to be more aware because we're the people that travel. You know, we're the people who are traveling across the country. We're the people who are doing this. And this applies to everybody, but not everybody's going to see, you know, 20 states in six or seven days like we do. You know, and that's that's the thing that we need to be concerned about from us. Because if the shit hits the fan, we're going to be needed to haul the medical supplies, haul the food. You know, we still need to bring those things around, so we're still going to have to work. You know, truck drivers, we don't have the luxury of not going in w during a crisis like this. Yeah, still got to keep America going. You guys are the, the arteries. Well, you know, it's, Pat, it's funny. Like, during When 9-11 happened, I was driving. I was down in uh, South Carolina. And 
you know, 9-11 happened and nobody knew what was going on. And somebody said to me, they said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to deliver freight. And I said, well, no, you know, what, what? And I said, no, no, you don't understand. I said, this evil thing happened. And they want to disrupt our economy. They want to disrupt the, the movement of goods and services. I'm going to do the most patriotic thing that I can think of, and that's deliver freight. I'm going to deliver the freight. Yeah. You know, there's people who need this stuff. I don't remember what it was I was delivering at the time. I think it was diapers or something. Nothing really important. But I was going to deliver freight. And and I've said this before, Pat, as a, as a driver, transportation worker, nobody's ever going to thank you for for moving you know doing a load nobody ever thanks us but that's right. okay you know in that trailer i do ltl so there's all different kinds of stuff but it could be medicines could be medical supplies could be whatever you know it's things back there that could change people's lives right yeah you know, well when you just said probably diaper is not important i was gonna well what i'm gonna say is i tell that to the to the new mother who just had a baby she's like those are the most important thing to me right now i need those so bad or grandpa yeah. Yeah, we're a grandpa. You know, but it's like nobody will ever, the things that you deliver change people's lives. You'll never know about it. Nobody will ever thank you. So you have to take satisfaction out of knowing that you, what you do is important and that, yeah. you, you know, you, you that nobody's going to thank you for it. You know, you may not be the guy that does the surgery, but you brought all the stuff so the surgeon can do his job. And Absolutely. when stuff like this hits, that's what we we need to do. We need to bring the supplies. We need to bring the things to the hospitals. We need to move the goods. And hopefully it won't come down to that. You know, it won't come down to that, but you never know. Right. It's happened before. Like you said, the the Black Death and then also the the Spanish uh the Spanish uh, flu. Influenza, yeah, that was then, bad. That was taken out. That took out I what was it, like twenty three percent or something. It was crazy how much it and i could be totally off on that but that's what's sticking in my head yeah it was some crazy um some crazy percentage of the world mm -hmm. got wiped out and the crazy and the weird thing about that is is the fact that you know was it like 1918 or something right well yeah, nobody was, what's that about uh, what was really weird is it was taking out young people instead of the the weak and the feeble it was taking out young people Oh, that I didn't know about. Yeah. Well, and the thing about that is that back in 1918, how many people were on the farm, never left the farm, never left the town they grew up in, never, you know, they didn't really travel that much. If they did travel, you know, if they if they went like 20 or 30 miles in a day, that was probably, a, you know, huge because of the road system they had back yeah. then. You know, today, you know, as, as a driver, I'm, I'm in a 63-mile-an-hour truck, and I'm doing 650 to 700 miles a day on just wow. my own leg and then between the two of us as a team you know we're, we're dropping you know 12 to 1300 miles a day so you know i could you know you could literally like you said with the amazon packages being there the next day and all that yeah. you know you could literally you can contaminate the whole country within a couple of days all it takes is one trucking company one terminal to get sick it's scary when you put it in that when you think of it that way Oh yeah, look at look at my terminal in Chicago. It's the number one uh, terminal. Plus, they do a lot of rail in Chicago. So, if my guys in my terminal got sick, it easily would get to the rail workers because they go back and forth to the rail all the time, and which goes all over the country. Uh, my guys go all over the country. You know, sleeper teams, single uh, LTL guys. Uh, we literally just from my one company, we could literally 
you know, we hit every city in the nation, I'm sure. It wouldn't take us very long if something like that happened. So for us to not be aware and to, you know, just basically wash our hands, you know, to me that seems kind of criminal. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. You know, so, and hopefully, uh, well, you're more isolated up there in New York, you know, in the in the backwoods. I'm here in Wisconsin, so... Uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll take over Michigan. We'll go and we'll go up in Upper Michigan and go carve up some land or something if things get turned real bad. There's a lot of there's a lot of land where I am in upstate New York. It's beautiful up there. I, it uh, is. You know, we might you know, but that's just it. You want to get away from people, you know. So anyway, that's all we got. Pat, you got anything else? No, no. I I really appreciated talking with you about this, and I guess the main thing is is. I don't want anybody to think that you and I are being chicken little and screaming that the, the sky is falling. But I think that what we talked about is important is just educate yourself. Just education is the key to anything in life anyways. And so just be aware, educate yourself and try to try to not be a carrier, you know? Oh, I agree with you 100%. In fact, what I'm going to do is, uh, well, in the intro, I'll tell everybody that I put the, you know, the, the links in the show notes, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to put the links in the show notes for the CDC. There's just one link. You can go there and search around, and you can read all the things that we're talking about. And like me, you know, like Pat said, we're not medical professionals. We're getting all our information from the CDC. So what you need to do is go to the CDC site, read this stuff for yourself, and you know, understand, what, especially if you're going to travel. Because they have Absolutely. guidelines for for flying, they have guidelines for if you're on a ship, cargo ship guidance. Um, you know, there's some the travel restrictions, things like that. You know, um, these are all things you want to do, and you know, just be prepared. And like Pat said, you know, it sounds like we're being paranoid. Maybe we are, but it's a good kind of paranoid to have at least right now because that's the way I think. Yeah, if we're if the hospitals are ramping up and they can put a, they can shut it down then shut it down because once it's once it's in the wild and it's out there that's it it's you know people are going to be dropping and like i said 80 percent of the people it'll just be a bad flu but 20 percent could be could be a lot worse and i'm in that me and pat are getting close to that 20 percent or age yeah i know yeah so we want to you know and you know and the thing is it's very important to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others, you know, so and, true. and you know, so you want to make sure that, you know, cause the little ones, you know, you gotta, you know, it's, we need the, you know, we gotta protect the little ones. We gotta take care of elderly. Yeah. And if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of them. Yeah, you put your air mask on first, just like if you're on a plane or something, you gotta help yourself before you can help others, you know? Uh, it was funny you said that. I was thinking of that as I said it. That's where, yeah. you know, it was flashing through my head as I said that. Yeah. You know, and it's just, uh, but anyway, if you guys, um, Patrick does uh, We Live on a Planet, uh, W-L-O-A-P, and it's, uh, you know, he does a podcast. It's it's one of my favorites. He's um, got some cool sound effects. He's got a great pet goat. <laughs> goat. Yeah, you know, go over there and listen to Goat. Goat's a, he's just a beast. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, as, as in all things, you know, um, it's a nice thing about podcasts is you get all these varied, you know, type stuff. And, 
you know, Pat's someone I've been listening to for years and he's been an online friend for years. And so it's easy for me, you know, we, it's easy for us to talk about this stuff. I mean, it's not easy to talk about it, but it's easy to, to, to talk about it in this way because, it, yeah. because it's someone I know, but you know, these are the discussions, you know, have these conversations with your kids, mm -hmm. you know, don't wait for the schools to do it. Don't wait for the, you know, the churches to do it or whatever. Maybe even uh, restrict yourself from going into large groups like churches, movies, uh, sporting events, things like that. It might be a good idea if you don't really need to go to, to not go to these things. At least until the CDC gets a little bit more knowledge or a little bit more information out to us because they're working overtime right now. They really are. Like I, I think you said the CDC is a forgotten warrior and um keeping america safe oh yeah these are people who we we never know we will never know who they are right you know they you know the the warriors on the ground will never know who these guys are but they are the ones that are going into these infected areas and they're the ones that are treating these people and keep in mind you know the cdc's you know they send a lot of medical professionals over into this infected area of china so that they can treat these people because the more they treat these people the more they can learn about what's going on and they can help fight it and come up with a vaccine and so these are literally the people on the ground these are the i mean these guys are just amazing i mean the balls on these people i know you know it's just like you know to know that you're going into this infected area and you know to fight this unknown thing is just you know these people are phenomenal and i don't think they get enough credit and you know what no. they never will no that's a thankless job that's for sure you know and but but the thing is is you know who do you think right, you know because right. these guys don't get into you know if you're the type of person that gets into that you know you're not busy look you know you're not pumping your your uh your own image you know you're too busy you're you know you're too busy fighting the fight man yeah if you're in that job anyways you got into your brain thinks different than the average person. You're a very smart individual and you're not doing it for the accolades and the thanks you're doing it because you want to make a difference in the world anyways. You know what I mean? So people like that are real special anyways. It's a different breed. Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, these are, you know, these are the, the you know, these are the people that, you know, it, you know, people hold up like sports figures and, you know, things like that up in esteem. And it's like, no, 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 no doctors yeah. is, you know, right now, especially the CDC, but, you Absolutely. know, uh, but apparently from what I understand, you know, they've actually cut their budget recently mm. and it's like, Oh, you know, now's not the time to be messing with these guys. Not them. Throw them more money. If anything, hell, I'll, you know, I'll send them some money, you know, forget the wall, forget the, the, you know, whatever other nonsense we got going on. Let's divert some of that military funding to the CDC right now. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. They're just and, as important. And, you know, and you think about it, you know, they have these wonderful military doctors, you know, who, you know, this are just a fantastic, you know, network, and they're used to this type of system of working. You know, let's get them, you know, I'm sure they'll ramp them up as they need them. But the CDC, man, oh, you know, the, the, the warriors that we never get to see, you know. True. Well, and, you know, unless they see them on TV or something, but then they're usually wearing a mask. <laughs> right. You know, but that's those are the guys I got. So anyway, I'm going to cut this off, Pat. Thanks for coming right. on. I really yeah, appreciate thank you. it. Thanks, Kingfish. It, it uh, you know, you brought up a lot of good points, and it was a lot easier to talk about it with someone else rather than just uh, me droning on alone and you know reading off the thing. 
you know, and it, and, uh, it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. So anyway, go over to, we live on a planet, you know, you can either type in W L A O P and Pat show will show up or you can type in the whole thing is we live on a planet and, uh, maybe you can, you know, if, if you listen hard enough, maybe you can con him into sending you one of his bags. Yeah. Yeah. You can, yeah. W L O A P.com is the easy way to find me too. And I, I've got a bunch of bags. Like you said, I'm giving away March 1st here in upstate New York because we're going plastic free. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, they're going plastic free up in New York. So what Pat did was he got a bunch of, you know, reusable bags and he's using that to promote a show. And also it's helping people out. It's, it's great. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was something I've never promoted the show, given everything, anything away. And I'm like, nobody wants a t-shirt, but everybody wants a bag in the sense that I don't want to pay for this and I have to use it all the time. Yep. Here you go. Here's one free. I must admit when I saw the news article about it, I was a little jealous. <laughs> it was pretty neat to have the reporter. He was here at the house for like an hour and a half and it was, it was fun. I was like that dirty dog. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I wish I would. That's, that's fantastic. I love yeah. it. There's it nothing better idea. than, than uh, seeing your buddies. Cause for, 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 for me and Patrick, this is a hobby. It's not something we make any money at. We're just doing this for fun. Right. And you know, we, we both, uh, we're both chatterboxes and, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a way to reach out and we can talk to people literally all over the world. Absolutely. Yeah, That's what's fun. Yeah, there's people that listen to both of us all over the all over the entire world. And I just think that's fantastic. And it, it's just amazing that that we could do that because a few years ago we would not be able to do that. I agree. It is it makes it fun. It makes you feel like God, uh, this planet that we live on isn't so small. Or so big, I mean. It feels a little smaller when you're reaching out to everybody else. Well that's the problem is is that well, you know, it's good though because in a way you know, we can get the information out and people can spread the information about like things like this, but the way we travel and the way things move, yeah, the planet is awful small, mm -hmm. you know, things that used to take years, you know, that, that, you know, now they happen right away. For example, you know, we grow like the same kind of tomato in every field. So that tomato gets a virus and it wipes out every tomato. So you don't get tomatoes. Whereas back in the day, you know, there was multiple varieties of tomatoes grown and we had more variety of things. So when things spread, they spread fast. Mm -hmm. You know, just like the banana, the original bananas. Uh, Not the banana we're eating now, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it, in fact, the song, We Have No Bananas Today, was based on the fact that the 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 uh, the Pharaoh Rochelle banana was wiped out by a fungus and now we have the Cavendish. Yeah, and uh, that, that banana, they said back in the day that you're talking about tasted more like, you know, the imitation banana candies that are like a huge banana flavor in your mouth. And you're just like, Whoa, now that's banana. That's those ones tasted more like that. Really, really banana. -y. I would love to have tasted one, but they were wiped out. Apparently there's still some down there, but they, they can't ship them. And the reason why you have the Cavendish banana today is not because it's the best tasting banana. It's because it's the one that ships the best. Yeah, and it's not the best tasting. They, they just don't taste a banana. It's not a banana anymore. They just don't taste as good. Yeah, and keep in mind the Cavendish banana is now got a fungus in it. You know, in a few years yes. we may not have yeah, that yeah. either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just like you know these things are just disappearing on us. You know, pretty soon what are we gonna have left? Uh, Soylent green. <laughs> yeah, that will be our 
our nutrition. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> no, I hope not too. I was in Walmart before we go. I was in Walmart, and I was going up the aisle, and they have a product there. It's some kind of energy drink. It's called Soylent Green, Soylent no whatever. Way. I I I am not joking. And I was like, I was like, I said to the Walmart guy, stock, and I said. Dude, are you are you serious? I said, I said, no way. And he's like, yeah. I said, it's people. And he looked at me kind of funny because he was a young guy. And he's like, oh, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh man. I said, Charlton Heston, dude, it's Soylent Green. I said, Soylent Green is people. It's like a huge. That's like the whole movie. And it's like he screams, it's people, just like he did. Da you know, damn you to hell at at the, at the yeah, Planet dude, of the Apes. It's the same, apes. Yeah, it's the same kind of yell he does, and it's like. <laughs> And I said, well, who the hell would name an energy drink after uh, uh, Soylent Green? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's like wow. it's like naming a restaurant after Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, right. Why would you? Oh, it, my gosh. Yeah, I could Some be. ad wizard was at the table. I got an idea, boss. Here you go. I like it, kid. You're going places. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a good one. And uh, uh, like I said, go to the CDC and check everything out. Anything else, Pat? No, man. Thank you. All right. Check uh, six. Uh, I'll get that out. Check uh, Pat's show out. I'll put the link to his show in the show notes. And uh, also uh, in front of that, I'll put the link to the uh, CDC. So, all right. There's the intro music. It's been going for a little bit. So you guys have a great day and hopefully nobody will get sick. So uh, this is Kingfish out. And Pat, you get the last word. Peace, everyone. Thank you. Peace out.